Welcome to the GameDev.TV Community Podcast. I'm your host, KB, and I would like to introduce you to industry professionals and people who successfully made their path to the video game industry. I hope that you will enjoy the podcast and get useful tips that will bring you closer to achieving your dreams. Now, let's get right into the podcast. Welcome to the GameDev.TV Podcast. How are you guys doing today? We got Grant joining us today, Grant Abbott. So let them know a little bit about what's going on this week. What's happening? What just got released? Uh, so uh, we've been working on a Kickstarter, learn how to draw using uh, game art. And that's the really exciting bit, I think, is the game art aspect. Uh, obviously, being Game Dev TV, we've got the, the game art style. Uh, and so we're going to have lots of fun learning how to draw. And uh, it's Kickstarter at the moment, so it's been released just last week. And there's lots of good deals on there. So uh, you can get some other courses at the same time as um, as the obviously the art course when that comes out fully. Awesome. And then I have to ask, because I asked Ben too last time, but what was up with the cherry pickers, the uh, <laughs> the thing you guys did? How was that experience? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, ben, ben has just suddenly developed an obsession, obsession with heights. So uh, he said, oh, you've got to come up with cherry picker. And so he decided uh, it would be part of the podcast because sort of uh, elevating to heights and that sort of thing. I'm not sure. It was just uh, an excuse to mess around, really. <laughs> yeah, no, it was funny. It was like, this is different. I've never seen somebody do that with the video in the, up here, but I think it sold it. I think uh, a lot of <laughs> yeah. people... Are we like halfway there with the Kickstarter? How, uh, yeah, how I think we're like 70, 72%, I think I checked this morning or something like that. So uh, quite amazed at how quickly it's taken off. So really excited, definitely. Yeah, it's and it was funny because Ben accidentally clicked the publish button a little too early. Yeah, that wasn't really his fault because uh, <laughs> on Kickstart, there's this sort of thing about, um, oh, you can sort of publish it earlier so um, that people know it's coming up. So we, we all sort of agreed in this meeting, yeah, we'll press the, press the button. And then suddenly it was live and I thought, oh, I better go and sort out some graphics and stuff. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. He's like, we're not ready. We're not ready. Who said press the button? We all did, but yeah. <laughs> let's blame Ben. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Now, what would you say to anyone that's like beginner, beginners, and you know, new to drawing? Like, how can they feel that this course will help them get to a point where they can actually draw? Yeah, so the, that's our main focus is is for beginners and uh, that learning stage, especially if you're quite intimidated, because it does seem quite intimidating, doesn't it, sure. uh, when you first put uh, pen to paper. And there's so much out there that nowadays, especially with uh, sort of Instagram and everything else, we see this wonderful art uh, and it just seems so far removed from us. So uh, those first baby steps are going to be all important. So just figuring out uh, simple things like uh, how to how to hold the pencil and so forth and uh, simple make simple, simple shapes and stuff like that. So starting with stroke uh, and getting that line art and circles and shapes and then building up to 3D, getting the shading in. Uh, and then building up with depth, so perspective, and just really, really baby steps. But the main thing is just to enjoy it as we're going along. So that's why we're producing sort of game art uh, and have different levels of game art as we go through, like, like a computer game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just get to the next, you know, boss level, and then you got to beat that one, and use your new skills that you learn to get the next one, stuff like that. Exactly. In fact, I need to put some bosses in there. And that's 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 the next. There one. you go. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. And what would you say to new students, like how, like tips or tricks so they can get the most out of the course? Yeah, the the key is the challenges. I, I think that's the best thing about all the game dev uh, TV courses. Uh, those, um, the, putting everything into those challenges is where you're actually going to learn. 
um, well, not uh, develop, I should say. You learn on the, the you, you look at what the other people are doing, you learn from them in the lectures, and then it's those challenges where you really put that into practice. And it's quite easy. I, I don't know, I do it myself sometimes, and just watch a YouTube video and you think, oh, right, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And you never do it if you don't actually get it pen to paper or or mouse to screen or whatever you call exactly. it. <laughs> 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 Something. Um, yeah. Uh, you never actually um, really embed those skills. So, yeah, doing the challenges and doing lots of the challenges until you feel comfortable and then moving on to the next level. In fact, that's kind of how I play. Uh, I love role play games and that's how I do it. I, I like to get my Witcher characters. Witcher 3 is Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And then just step up uh, and I'm ready for the next level. Uh, mm -hmm. And when you're comfortable, you move on. You feel really comfortable in that next level rather than sort of feeling like um, out of out of what fish out of water so yeah like you're not ready like i don't know how to use these skills i don't know how to use these weapons i was given what happened exactly and, <laughs> and it, actually how can you what would you give advice to someone who's taking the course and let's say they're stuck at a challenge and they just can't draw it the way that you're drawing it like what should they do well that's where the community's uh, really useful isn't it so um you can go onto the community ask people how they cope with it um, look at what other people have done as well and the struggles that they've gone through especially it's so uh, again it's one of those things where you look at the instructor and they do it so quickly and easily because they've been doing it a long time uh, but when you see someone else struggling with it you suddenly you, it it sort of clicks doesn't it you think ah oh, yeah so i need to just do that a little bit there or they do it a little bit slower and obviously ask for help as well uh, in certain areas um, but it the key is often just uh, going back and starting again uh, practicing uh, and they're, they're sort of mini challenges. There'll be a lot of, um, in previous school, like the, um, the blender courses uh, that I've done, uh, they're quite big challenges, um, or sort of they feel big anyway. But these will be sort of uh, little thumbnail type scenarios where you quickly draw and you try and get those techniques over time. Whereas with Blender, you sort of, you bring in a cube and it's a cube and it's a lovely cube. <laughs> you're like, wow, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done it. <laughs> but with drawing, it's so different, isn't it? Um, so it will be, uh, draw about six or seven cubes uh, and then you think ah oh, the last one suddenly I've got this it's a bit like um, I don't know gymnastics if you look at a video of someone saying this is how you do a backflip uh, you can't just go out otherwise you might hurt yourself <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I can't do backflip without hurting myself that's just not gonna go well. <laughs> I've seen a video I don't know how to do this <laughs> so uh, it's uh, an art's very similar it's not um, blender slightly different isn't it and coding I think as well and there is an element of practice, but it is once you embed that, you're there. But um, with something like art, it's very much you can keep going and going and going. And the more practice you do, the better you get. And it's just about putting those hours in, in a sense, um, but doing it in a fun way. So you keep doing it and uh, easy wins, as we talked about last time. <laughs> exactly. Easy wins. <laughs> and it's actually, some people who haven't heard of you or don't know, like any of the courses you've done, can you explain a little bit about who you are and what, what you're going to be doing with this course? Yeah, of course. Uh, so uh, I'm uh, more a Blender expert than an art expert, but um, the um, art side of Blender is all important, uh, what well, I would say, especially the way I do things, because I do a sculpting workflow. Um, mm. So that's sort of very um, organic. And uh, I've got a, a, a pen tablet with a screen and a pen that I draw on. So and I sculpt using the pen. So it's all very arty. Um, so um, I seem to see, be the best candidate for doing the 2D <laughs> art <laughs> uh, with my teaching experience as well on the side. Oh, yeah. um, so um, I'm more a Blender expert, but all the art that I do is sort of game based and it's um, uh, for the background images that you trace mm -hmm. around when you're doing the, 
the, the character art and so forth. Um, so that's kind of my background within it. Uh, and um, because I teach and I teach um, very sort of, uh, well, half and half, I teach sort of artists and techies, I call them. Uh, mm -hmm. sort of, so you've got the, so it's game design is what I teach, but actually you've got these artists who are really sort of wanting to do the sculpting and the drawing. And then you've got these game dev type scenario people who hate drawing. Um, so I've got to sort of try and get these game dev people into this sort of mindset that it's okay to pick up a pencil every now and again. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. The pencil won't hurt you. <laughs> exactly that. And uh, it's, it's quite a struggle uh, because that's just not the direction they want to go. But as soon as they realize that it's not too bad and it's just sort of simple shapes and they, they get that into your head, uh, then it's not too bad. I, I think I've gone off on one here and I was supposed to be talking about myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no, but yeah, back on track. So we were, yeah, yeah you, who are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, in terms of what I uh, do, I'm a freelance uh, 3D artist mainly, and I suppose a bit of graphics and art as well. And uh, and obviously a, a teacher as well of, um, of 3D art. Uh, that's I suppose that's my main job title. That's quite long, isn't it? And a YouTuber as well. <laughs> 3D freelance artist, graphic YouTuber. I always struggle when it comes to uh, my profile on things. <laughs> what is it I do? Just just three D. You just do everything. Why, why just, not? Just art. <laughs> oh my god. I live art. Zoe, are you good at drawing? I can draw. Yeah, I'm all right, actually. I It's one of the things I picked up this year during uh, lockdown, actually, funnily enough. Nice. Uh, I, I was planning on you saying no, and I'm like, all right, Grant, what would you tell for people who say they're not good at drawing? Sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. sorry just... No, no, it's good. That's fine. Right. I'm sorry that my experience is so rich and varied. Uh, what can you do? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so Grant, what would you say to someone who says like, oh no, I can't draw, like I can't be taught how to draw? Yeah, the the thing I would say there is, um, no, they're like babies can't draw uh, <laughs> until you pick up a pencil. Um, it's, it's not one of those things where you're naturally born with, um, you know, pencil in hand. Um, so it is just about practice and um, working at it and taking, uh, not expect, you, you've got to think about your expectations and um, oh, I want to do some uh, Naughty Dog concept art uh, as soon as I pick up the pencil is is impossible in a sense. I did that one time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be able to draw all these characters. Did yeah. not happen at all. Yeah. Uh, and characters are so hard because, uh, but when you break it down and you start um, at basic steps, so draw a circle, draw a cylinder, make sure you can do it in 3D. And then basically a person is just made up of um, circle, well, spheres and cylinders, and then you can suddenly, uh, you can start to draw characters at a basic level anyway. Obviously, um, when it comes to uh, concept anatomy, which we won't be going into uh, in the course, that's sort of um, what this muscle is called and so forth, um, because we're just, it's still at the basic levels, but it's about getting those shapes and understanding those shapes and how they're positioned mm -hmm. and being able to draw those shapes and understand how, when light hits them, uh, where the shadows are going to go. I'm not sure if I, I keep feeling like I'm never answering your questions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're getting somewhere and I like it, but yeah, you're right. I don't think it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> you're right. I suppose um, the, the starting point is uh, 
In fact, that's probably what I need to do is uh, a few starting point videos just to start people off, uh, get them along the, along the road, and then uh, they can see whether they like the course or not. That's, that's my, my job for the day, to design some videos. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to give you more work. Is there any like requirements for the course or like any resources you need beforehand? No, that's, uh, that's a really good question, actually, because lots of people are asking about uh, graphics tablets and so forth. I think it's really, really helpful. If you want to get into drawing, then getting a graphics tablet. And they're not too expensive now. I think there's one, there's a Huion one that's about £20. Well, the UK prices, of course. Probably $20, to be fair, in America. Probably, but, yeah, um, like 30 I, I think that's, uh, that's so worth it because there's free drawing programs. I'll be using uh, Critter, which is a free program. So Critter? it's... Um, uh, Critter, it's called, yeah, start the K-R-I-T-A, uh, and it's a really lovely drawing program. Uh, Wait, so is it like Photoshop, but for free? It's uh, Photoshop for free, basically, but what? it hasn't really got the, <laughs> it hasn't got the um, photo editing side of it, so, um, but it has got um, all the important things you need for drawing, so, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, all the art that I do recently is in Critter, um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's, and there's professionals out there using it, so. Wow, okay. Why is nobody? Why have I never heard of it? Who's who's hiding it from me <laughs> in the rest <laughs> of the world? <sighs> so, um, although um, we're trying to make the course as much as possible that anybody could take it, so if you've got a pencil and paper, you should be able to uh, just follow along. It'll be a little bit harder when, it, especially when it comes to things like color, because mm. uh, coloring pencils, um, it, it, which is fine, you can use them, but it's just that bit harder because uh, obviously the digital software has layers, so we can build up a layer. Uh, mm -hmm. and put it over the top, and then if we do something wrong in that layer, and it structs all our layers below, uh, we can just delete that layer and start that layer again. Whereas if you're on a, a picture and you put a stroke somewhere uh, with a red pencil or something <laughs> through their face, or something, yeah, uh, <laughs> you're kind of uh, out of luck. Exactly. Now, do you think it's going to be harder for someone to learn with like digital and a tablet than it is to learn with a paper, and or like should you just advise them to do whatever they feel like it's more comfortable? Yeah, now that's the thing. I would say it's so much easier to learn um, to how to draw with a tablet because you have the undo button and because you have things like layers. Um, it's Again, it's not so destructive, so um, you'll find your progress will be easier because you you won't worry about um, the strokes that you make. Mm. Um, so you'll, you'll develop much faster with a graphics tablet. The only problem is it takes about, I would say about an hour or two hours to get used to using a tablet because obviously oh, no, yeah. up, looking up at the screen and not looking at your hand is is quite tough but it just becomes so second nature after about an hour or two uh that it's oh no it's, it's worth like a week but um <laughs> <laughs> but no yeah no it's like weird because you're drawing and usually you see it but you're seeing it it's a disconnect and you have to get used to that yeah. Now, the best one is having a tablet that's actually like the screen's on it and you can draw on that. That's some high tech yes. stuff I don't have money for, but that's yeah. a good stuff. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I use. I've got a display tablet and, and they're coming down in price. Uh, they're getting, uh, it's still 220 I think, is the cheapest. Okay. And that's not like that's a 12 inch tablet. But that's not bad. It's, it's pretty good. So if, if you can go that yeah. way, that's cheaper. Let's clarify about this course. Do you have to want to do game art or is it just a way to learn how to draw? Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Um, I'll be going through game art. So um, generally speaking, I, I think that would be, um, yeah, 
I'm trying to think whether people could do their own artwork alongside. Yeah, they could do because um, let's say one of the first tasks is creating uh, 2D monsters. So to get used to the idea of shape, uh, drawing a circle and then a bigger circle underneath it and then little legs coming out, just to get some shapes in there and uh, get some line work. Um, with I'm thinking monsters because I'm thinking game, but it could be something else, um, some weird characters that aren't necessarily to do with game. Um, I suppose game is very wide, isn't it? Um, sort of game art styles. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's quite wide and far-reaching. But generally speaking, I find that art is really fun. And yeah, yeah, it really is. And so um, uh, maybe it's, uh, I, I, everybody loves it, surely. <laughs> everybody loves yeah, games. honestly, nowadays, like, how can you not like video games? It's just it's, the way it's everywhere. Yeah, it's film. <laughs> everybody loves film. Everybody loves games, books. Come on. Yeah. It's all <laughs> Uh, but I suppose uh, there'll be some people, I think someone asked a question on um, the AMA saying, um, will you be following um, this sort of, uh, what I call it, it's sort of almost like advanced photocopying, where you cut, you take a picture of someone's face and then you divide it into grids and then you um, sort of measure out exactly what their face proportions are and then you okay. start shaving in. Uh, but I, I feel like that's a really slow way to learn because it takes you so long to produce one picture. And uh, more importantly is, uh, really sort of just bashing out uh, 10 uh, quick pictures and then figure out what's working and then uh, work on the best one and uh, improve that, do that another five times and then build up um, with lots and lots of uh, pen to paper rather than these fine digital sort of, um, photocopying type techniques. So uh, so traditional art uh, techniques, although I wouldn't say that's a traditional art technique, it's actually um, it's sort of a bit of a hack in a sense, mm. <laughs> and not and not taking anything away from that. I don't want to be rude to people that are using that technique, but um, for learning and the structure of the face, there's much better ways. And if you learn in that way, you'll only be able to copy pictures. Whereas uh, what I want to be able to do is get people um, happy to draw out their imagination, so they think of some slime monster or something, and they can think right how does slime work and how the flow of the shape and so forth work, uh, and be able to just draw that, put it down. And no one can, well, some artists are amazing and they can sort of uh, produce a slime monster uh, just, just like that. But most artists will do like 20 thumbnails of the slime monster until they get the one they want and then work on that one. And that's the better way to work. So uh, really sort of uh, quick sketches and quick designs uh, and you feel like you're progressing quickly then. <laughs> awesome, yeah. Yeah. And actually, I was curious, is you guys going to be doing like kind of like mindset videos, kind of like you said, we talk about like more like how to do this and that from a more like uh, philosophical type of way? <laughs> yeah, well, that's a really good question. I've been asked that quite a few times and it's making me think that I probably do need to put them in because I was thinking that people wouldn't be so interested in that. But I suppose it is such a important aspect of learning, isn't it? Your mindset mm -hmm. towards the learning. Um, so um, it's, it's tricky to know how to put them in and where to put them in. Maybe at the end of each section, have a sort of uh, a food yeah. thought section or something like that. I've, I do keep thinking about that because, and I suppose with art especially, because uh, you can really get to points where you get depressed with your work, don't you? Mm. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah, <laughs> I bet. You feel like you're not developing. Um, you're like, and you're I, going the same. Yeah, and I, I still do that today. I mean, a few days ago, I was thinking, this just is not working. I can't, no, take, really? I can't do this. Before. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't teach this. <laughs> it's too rubbish. But, um, yeah, so we, we all struggle because we're all trying to get to, you know, if you're at level 70, you're trying to get to level 80. And if you're level 1, you're trying to get to level 2. And it's that, that those steps that are so frustrating at times and keeping that positive mindset. 
Um, so, yeah, I think it would make sense to put some of that in as well. Um, yeah, so I, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> More work. Keep it coming. Zoe, do you have any thoughts on the course? Yeah, no, I was just thinking about um, like that idea of hitting a wall. Like, I mean, everybody, everybody does. It's like almost a necessary part of artistic practice, isn't it? Is yeah. getting to the point where you think that you're, what you're doing is awful and you never should have started doing it in the first place. It is actually kind of a necessary place to get to because <laughs> you, need to, you need to find a way to overcome it. It is really important. I do, I do really acknowledge that. But one, what a question I had is how how much does say say if you've mapped out a new course like this how much sort of leeway is there for you to change it and adapt it based on people's feedback who have been doing the course like do you ch tend to change things around quite a lot or does it tend to stay yeah that's that's a great question as well because uh, that's the beauty of a kickstarter really is that um it's not set in stone exactly what we're doing and we're getting feedback from the community and um, it's when Ben first mentioned about doing a Kickstarter, I thought, well, what's, what's the point? And then he said, well, it's because you get all that feedback and you get a course that um, is exactly what people want. And I thought, oh, that's, that's great. Let's go for it. <laughs> Let's press the button early. So, yeah, it's, um, that's, I think, is essential for me. Um, I suppose I do it at the moment with my YouTube. I, um, I re release a video and then get feedback. And then that informs my next one. So I do really like getting that feedback and finding out what people want. I can't promise to, um, that I can listen to all the feedback because some people <laughs> like to take it in a really specific direction. Um, but it is really helpful to have that and develop the course in different ways as we go. I've obviously got a curriculum in mind, um, but being able to adapt that and also to see how fast people are coping with it, whether it's e too easy for some, too, too hard for others and finding that balance. And that's going to be key, getting that feedback from the community. So, yeah, definitely uh, looking forward to hearing what they have to say. After, uh, after people have finished your course, where do you suggest they go next for further learning? Yeah, that's a good one as well. <laughs> you got it <laughs> didn't they? Good ones. Yeah, that was killing it. Uh, yeah, so the, the idea behind this for me is to get that starting point where you feel conf confident where you think, right, I, I can take things out of my head and draw them, but they might not be to a great level. So they're to a half-decent level, and you can think, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that, uh, and be looking for the next levels, which are going to be things like um, advanced uh, rendering and uh, sort of texturing and lighting and so forth, uh, where you really, uh, and it's, at that point, it will become about practice, about just looking up the odd thing. So uh, looking on YouTube for how certain artists use light uh, and how certain artists uh, cope with depth and so forth. And, uh, but they, you won't need those really initial steps, like how on earth do you um, have one point that's far away from the camera looking uh, like it is far away from the camera, that sort of, um, or how on earth do I even start drawing these shapes? Um, so those sort of basic steps uh, we should be um, nice and comfortable with, so we can just work out those, those tougher things uh, later on. And I, I, hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, no, it does definitely. I guess as well, like as you, if you do want to move into like creating three D models for games, you have to have like an an awareness of how they're physically going to work within like a game world and how they'll move and that kind of thing. Yeah. Do you touch on that at all in the course, or is it that's more, or is that more 
a later on advanced thing. Yeah, now a few people have been asking about that on the Kickstarter, actually. <laughs> we got all the good questions. Are you guys are good at this? <laughs> uh, so uh, people have been asking, so uh, because obviously Game Dev TV, how do we take this stuff and put it into our games and so forth? Uh, to me, I would say that's um, the easier bit. The challenging, more challenging bit is uh, doing the artwork. So maybe there'll be some stretch goals we're talking about putting in, about um, taking you know 2D characters and how we uh, can then animate them. Um, or how we can uh, go from our 2D characters into uh, well, the character turnarounds, as they're sometimes known, um, where you've got the profile of the shape and you can trace around it. So I've, those things um, I'm very comfortable with uh, showing people, and I, they're quite easy once you've got the, um, the previous techniques. So quite excited that people will be able to take their art and put it into their games. Uh, so yes, I think we will be doing sections on that as well. Cool. Do you, <laughs> do you think, um, you know, like in tech, they have... Um... What are they called? Let me just think. People, uh, people called unicorns who do like the creative and the and the tech side. Have you heard of that before? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, and they're supposed to be quite sought after, aren't they? They're those those unicorns. Yeah, they are. <laughs> that because it's just like such a it's such a sought after like selection of skills. Do you think like game development accommodates that kind of mixed skill set? It sounds like you have actually. Maybe you're a unicorn. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, uh, unfortunately, I'm, I'm just uh, a, a naff pony or something. <laughs> because, because I don't do much of the coding. Uh, I, I understand bits of it, but um, I, I'm pretty poor when it comes to that. It's funny because I think I'm, I'm listed as one of the instructors in game dev. So people keep say, saying, so in, in C++, uh, I've got this problem. And I'm like, no, I don't know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> but I, to answer well. your question, <laughs> I think it is um, it is something that's it's going to be so important, especially with um, I, we might have even touched upon this last time, but um, AI um, mm -hmm. and how things are going to become automated. So having an understanding of lots of these different tools is going to allow you to be more creative and more versatile, so you can jump to jump across areas of your career. Uh, and that's that is going to be absolutely essential. When I don't obviously it's uh, really simplifying things, but let's say uh, suddenly we've got a program that you can say, right, I want a character here, a character there, and they're going to fight this big bad boss, and you don't need to code it anymore. You can just drag and drop them in. Uh, there's no coding involved, uh, and we're probably going to get to that stage. I mean, I know Unity and Unreal they're they're looking towards those sort of areas where the coding is becoming easier and easier. Um, it usually makes it harder and harder, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. But, um, it's, it's about that creativity um, uh, and coding not getting in the way of it. So if you can, uh, if you can push your uh, abilities, it makes you more creative, especially in sort of the artistic side if you're um, coding and obviously the other way around as well, your technical side if you're an artist. So um, pushing those different areas and having at least a basic understanding of them, I think nowadays, um, and in the um, future-proofing yourself is going to be essential and becoming a beautiful unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most important part about today is that you're growing into an awesome and beautiful unicorn. Yes, that is it. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Woo! <laughs> for, um, <laughs> for anyone who's looking through the Kickstarter, never seen a game to the TV course, never doesn't understand the, you know, the challenges at the end, when they see the concept, stop it, try it yourself, what is that and why is that so important? Yeah, so sort of, as I was saying um, earlier, it's, 
um, you, you can watch a video and think, yeah, that was really useful watch and that's really helpful. And it does, it pushes your skills. It's, there's, there's nothing wrong with watching, like I try and watch um, maybe one uh, YouTube video a day um, or some sort of uh, training videos, usually on YouTube because it's just a nice, easy platform for it. Um, uh, and so to embed some skills, some new knowledge. Uh, but unless I put pen to paper, um, or, or finger to mouse, uh, I haven't embedded those skills. So I know that uh, when I'm watching that, I'm going to have to look at it again later on uh, if I want to use that skill uh, and develop it and understand it. I'm going to actually have to look at it again and go through um, and do it my, for myself. And that's where um, it, it's not only that with the challenges. So let's say we're learning to draw a little monster again, <laughs> to a slime monster back to him. Uh, and uh, I'm going through, all right, you've got the curves here and you've got this shape here. We've drawn this lovely slime monster and you've done exactly the same thing. It's, uh, you've only gone so far in your learning. It's until you decide uh, that you need to, all right, we're gonna try a spike monster next. And you have mm. to do that on your own. <laughs> uh, then, uh, then the struggle comes where you've got to think creatively and, uh, and it's getting over that fear as well of, um, uh, pushing your, your skills to the next level where you have to make the decisions rather than just following along. And uh, a lot of people, I've had a few people on YouTube get annoyed with me when I say, right, your homework is to do the next section. And you're like, what? And they say, well, ask me to do homework. But then actually the comment underneath is edited and they're saying, actually the homework was really helpful. <laughs> and you, you've, it, you've suddenly done these things on your own you're really proud of because it's, it's your work then, it's not an instructor. And you can actually mm -hmm. put it in your portfolio then because uh, you're not just following some tutorial that everybody else has done, you know. <laughs> exactly. No, it's, it's a good one because if you show all the uh, the same work you did in the course, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to do that. The person going to get it and be like, I've seen this for 10 times. Throw that out there. This yeah. guy's just copying the tutorial. Yeah. And also I want to get into, will the course talk about portfolios and like building it up and how to do one and stuff like that? That's a very good question. And I hadn't actually thought about that, but I think that is something essential to think about. So, um, yes, now. <laughs> now you said it. <laughs> Another one yes. to the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the structure of the course. You say you do like a bunch of the van techni techniques, like start off with stroke and you go to 3D shapes. Yep. Why is it designed like that? And how is that going to help everyone learn? Yeah, so um, th that's the tricky thing, isn't it, about learning online is that um, there's no method to it. You sort of, um, someone's done this advanced video on lighting and you think, well, I can't even draw the, the car that's being lit sort of thing, you know. <laughs> um, so <laughs> going through those steps and that it took me a long time to, uh, well, and chatting to Ben as well, it took us quite a long time to figure out what's the best format for doing this and step by step so no one feels uh, that there's been a big jump from one step to the other. And uh, I'm probably still not solid on it. I've got a very um, sort of, um, I've got a quite a detailed view of how it's going to go. Um, but it's still adaptable because we don't want to lose anybody along the way uh, and people giving up. And that's uh, really important to me that people don't sort of buy the course and then think, oh, it's, it's not really for me, that sort of thing. And so nice, uh, obviously the easy wins is quite yes, important. Yes, easy wins. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll start off with, uh, it will be sort of, so very basic, simple stroke techniques uh, about just line work. So it will all be really 2D, like 2D shapes of circles, uh, cubes. Um, I should say squares because cubes is 3D. Isn't it? <laughs> I'm still thinking 3D. <laughs> the unicorn um, brain. <laughs> there it is, that's it. <laughs> uh, so really simple things like that and then just building up 
uh, with a bit of color in there as well. And then moving on to shading and thinking about the 3D objects. So how you can turn those 2D shapes into 3D shapes and then shade them uh, and then putting them into scenes with a bit of perspective. And how can we do scenes? So basic, a tree, a house and those sort of things, just building up really slowly and methodically. Uh, and so, and then there's perspective because there's one point perspective and two point perspective. Well, there's actually four point perspective, but we won't go that far because they're kind of crazy. Pictures. Really? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah. You know, a fisheye lens look. Uh, and you, you'd only really do that if you're a comic book artist. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, it's even crazy when they do it. So. <laughs> uh, it's almost so, forbidden, but yeah. It's forbidden. <laughs> it's forbidden on this course. Isn't it? Uh, so we'll just be doing one point and two point perspective because uh, those are the more commonly used. Uh, and then to, uh, we might go into more advanced techniques like just um, techniques of uh, how you can use strokes. So uh, when you see things like um, people who do ink drawings, uh, they really got a great understanding of stroke and the thickness of the stroke depending on where the stroke is in your shape. I'm probably going into too complex stuff now, but um, the, the, the stroke is sort of important for how you shade an object sometimes. So, uh, so a bit of advanced stuff uh, moving on like that. And then it will go on to form as well, because um, it starts off when you, you've got really all these sort of blocky shapes, and then how do we flow them into each other? So if you think something like a tree trunk, it's a cylinder, but then how does it this one cylinder flow into the cylinders of the roots, where you've got to have that flow and form and shape so we'll um, that's the, the more advanced sections that we get into does that give you a sort of timeline <laughs> yeah no that was perfect I don't cool know if i grasp all of it but yes it's it's uh it's gonna be great <laughs> yeah see they got it they thought about all of this so much like they were in the rooms putting paint and paper you know like the crazy scientists so this course could be perfect for everyone <laughs> that's it honestly it's yeah funny, actually. i was yeah. i was uh because ben doesn't draw much so we were having these uh sort of Skype call things, or Zoom calls in fact, uh, where um, I had to try and teach him how to draw uh, and we sort of going through these techniques and that, that's what brought us to this, um, the, oh, so we do need to actually do some earlier versions and mm. so, you know, so yeah, there was a lot of thinking and to, a lot of painstaking trying to teach Ben how to draw. So you're saying <laughs> if you can teach Ben, you can teach anyone? That's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah, I didn't want to say it out loud. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, and what would separate this course from all the other courses that teach people how to draw? What makes this one special? Yeah, th that's a good question. I've been asking myself that a lot because uh, there's so many drawing courses out there, and um, I, I think the uh, and it took us a long time to think. Well, what is special about us? And I, it's going to be that one, the game dev, uh, the game style, uh, mm -hmm. because I think that's the funnest thing to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah cool game art you think i want to do that uh, and uh, i get frustrated uh, not that i've got anything against art teachers because obviously I, I know lots of art teachers at college and so forth um, but someone comes along and they draw anime and they say oh, stop drawing the anime get get those stupid <laughs> eyes out of here <laughs> the anime eyes. And, uh, and yes i understand where the art teacher is coming from you can't uh, draw anime you need to understand the fundamentals all that sort of stuff but if they want to draw anime they love and draw an anime they will get better at art. They'll just take a different direction. So let them draw. Let people draw anime. That's going to be the title. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> I found it, the title. Zoe, remember that. Yeah. Let people draw yeah. anime. <laughs> so for me, it's uh, let's let's draw these silly characters. And yes, they won't be as good as if we had a really great understanding of anatomy, and our characters won't be as cool. But we'll have made some cool characters still, and we'll be learning and learning the simple starting points of how to draw. And also in, in sort of um, art classes, I've seen sort of 
there's so much of an emphasis on uh, doing mixed media, which is fine. But um, I, if you love something, uh, uh, let's say I love game art, I don't really want to go out and collect leaves and stick them into a book uh, because it's not exciting for me. It's good to learn that uh, in school. I'm not I'm saying there's a problem with that. But um, for me, it's uh, learning what I want to do. So you know that this is going to be a game course ish <laughs> for game art. And if you like game art, then do this course and you'll be creating some game art along the way. So that's going to be one aspect that's different from other courses. It's very game focused. Uh, and the second aspect is those challenges that we build. Um, I think the um, that's the great thing about Game Dev TV, and that's what really excited me about uh, because I remember being contacted by by Rick from uh, Game Dev TV saying, "Did you want to do some courses with us?" And I've been contacted by lots of people saying, "Do you want to work with us?" Uh, and he was quite persistent in the sense that uh, he uh, kept um, it let me uh, decide, but he was uh, kept sort of calling me up saying, are you sure you don't want to try this out? And I, when I learned about things like the challenges and the teaching assistant community, I thought actually maybe I'll give this a try because they sound like they're a, um, a company that really respects the student and not just out there to make some money uh, and respects the learning process. And um, so, yeah, having those challenges and trying to build the student up, make them really ready uh, for the next stages uh, rather than just uh, quick, get this course out and make some money. Uh, and then that community as well, teaching assistants. Uh, I don't know of any other um, sort of online uh, courses that have, well, unless they're sort of university courses and they've almost yeah. cost thousands, but to have teaching assistants on courses that uh, are one of the lowest price courses yeah, you'll find. Sometimes $10, uh, yeah. Exactly, $10 this is it's crazy. This. <laughs> and I thought, how on earth are you going to make any money? But because... <laughs> <laughs> But because uh, they, they sell such high quantity, uh, yeah. because it's so good, you think, well, this, this is working out for everybody. Everybody's getting a really good experience at a low price, and we've got this great community, and we've built it. Yeah, it goes on and on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, but yeah, exactly. So true. That's what makes this whole course different. It's got the whole community yeah. behind it. And then we'll exactly come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you get the podcast listeners, Owen and I, and everyone else, Ricardo, Bryant, and Aaron, talk with all tons of developers from all around the world doing everything exactly. from art, programming to, you know what, building studios and all that good stuff. That's it. For the complete drawing course, would you recommend anybody like a certain way to complete the course? Like you should do a video a week and then practice all that or just do it in your own way? Like how, how should someone go about the course? Yeah, that's that's a really good question. I hadn't really considered how people will uh, take to it. Um, I'm hoping that people will be excited about it, and that's what I want to instill in people. That um, and it's like computer games; they become a bit addictive, don't they? And it can be the same with, um, and that's what I'm always trying to do with my teaching: is to make it exciting and addictive, so that it's like a game. Uh, because everybody loves playing video games and you can't tear yourself away from them at times, can you? You can't, no. <laughs> I got the new PS5, it's just a wrap. Uh, <laughs> playing nice. so many games, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so that, that's that's what I want the course to be like. Um, it's something that you're uh, constantly sort of uh, wanting to do the next step because it's exciting. So uh, instilling that sort of um, mentality is important. So for me, uh, when you get the course, uh, hopefully most people when they get the course think, oh yeah, hopefully I'll, I'll spend half an hour a day or an hour a day on this course and that'd be great. But I'm hoping that will build in people and they'll be 
thinking, oh yeah, I did. I suddenly did a binge of three hours today, you know, that sort of thing, um, and build up on it. Because it is, again, it's still about time, uh, time spent uh, drawing, and uh, that's what's going to improve. Not nothing's going to be magical that you're going to suddenly uh, jump levels. There's no cheat code. There's <laughs> no, no cheat code, but you can get easy wins. Get those easy wins, please. <laughs> and if you don't know what that is, you got to go back to the uh, first grant episode. <laughs> don't don't miss out on any of these, okay? There's important stuff in all of them. Too <laughs> <See>, right. <laughs> now, do you think is there's like a estimated time for the course? Like it's like fifty hours, or how long do you think the course is? How big is it going to be? Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, was it thirty hours? Are we looking at? Do you know, I can't remember off the top of my head. But it's twenty to thirty hours, I think, something in between there. Um, it's going to be the actual lecture time, uh, mm-hmm. but in terms of the time spent on it, there'll be um, the expectation is is more 10, than ten thousand hours. Yeah, ten thousand hours. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Start with uh, ten minutes every day. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. You could you could get halfway through the course, I suppose, and uh, still be happy with where you've got to because you spent spent so many hours uh, at that point. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's, it's tricky to say how many hours the student will actually put in uh, because it's, it depends on their comfort levels and trying to reach the next level. And it's sort of like uh, Witcher 3 is my favorite game. Uh, you know, you sort of build up levels, you might give it a pause for a while and then go back to the game later. Uh, and that you can do the same with the course. <laughs> Great game. <laughs> it's an awesome game. <laughs> <laughs> the GameDev.TV community, it's amazing, it's awesome, but for anybody who's doing a Kickstarter and has never taken a GameDev.TV course, what is the community? Why are they awesome? Yeah, so uh, what is it there? Facebook group, uh, Discord, what are the other things that we've got? Yes, yeah, so we've got um, Facebook, Discord, Twitter, um, LinkedIn now, Reddit, it's yeah. got a page we got yeah. instagram then we got all the other stuff that teaching assistants and different yeah. courses different platforms yeah i mean that that's that's so great isn't it um i think uh discord is probably is that the one that's most yeah actually facebook's used a lot as well isn't it so i'm sort of just thinking which uh, but it, whatever your platform is you can go on there and talk to people get feedback i think the feedback thing is so essential that um i know other courses do that but Usually it's uh, they're, they're much smaller communities. Again, I don't mean to be rude, but it's just <laughs> the way that, uh, Game Dev TV is set up that it's it's sort of trying to get as many people involved as possible. It's sort of like that um, high volume of sales uh, at a low price. But because of that, there's a really big community. Uh, so you can get feedback um, from people doing the course at the same time. I think that's just brilliant. So going onto Discord and saying, um, hey, I'm, uh, I can't draw this tree. <laughs> what am I doing wrong? And then, yeah, I struggle with trees, but what I found is if you have a cylinder sticking out here, uh, you've got a perfect tree. <laughs> that sort of thing. And boom, there you go. <laughs> but it is that, isn't it? Having that conversation and um, and uh, being prepared to uh, take that feedback as well, you know, um, I think is an essential thing about growing as an artist. So uh, not being afraid of posting your art. Uh, and being um, comfortable in a community that's uh, understanding it. It's, if you try and post some of your art to Instagram and, or, or even Reddit or somewhere, and it's not so good. It's, it's a bit scary, really, isn't it? And you might get criticism. Uh, but the community is much better like that because you've got people on the same level as you. So uh, that's why I see it. It's, um, it's just an absolutely fantastic thing, really. Yeah. Honestly, I've never really seen anybody aggressive on the community forum. Now, Discord, I think I've seen it once or twice, but... Most people are usually pretty nice, yeah. 
Some yeah. occasionally they'll come out of nowhere and you're like, what? what's going on with you? What's going on? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you so bad? And that's that's the good thing about having, uh, we've got moderators on there and uh, the teaching assistants are the moderators, so uh, they can easily stamp that out before anything anything goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, is the uh, course going to be on Teach, I mean, the GameDev.tv site or Udemy? Yes, uh, both. yeah, both. Yeah, um, so um, obviously at the moment, um, Kickstarter is the only place you can uh, sort of pre-order the, if you can call it that, pre-order the course. Pre-fund or fund to pre-buy? Yeah, pre-fund. Yeah, so if you want sort of early access, um, then the Kickstarter is the, the place to go for that. Um, and uh, yeah, then it'll be on Udemy and Teachable. Uh, and yeah, so, so either of those platforms are, are great because you get sort of lifetime access, as it were. Uh, and and that's the other good thing, uh, thing as well, is there's a commitment to these courses um, that we update them. Uh, and if there's any issues, we go back and sort them out. And the teaching assistants are looking, uh, seeing what the issues are, getting contacted every now and again about stuff I've left out in the Blender course. And so I have to go back here and edit the video and all that sort of stuff. And so there's a commitment there um, to that course. And it will keep going for years and years. I suppose we won't need to edit so much in the art course because the software doesn't develop, but if it does, then we'll, we'll go back and we'll talk about, let's say, uh, display tablets. Suddenly there's a different uh, type of display tablet. Than we yeah, can, some like AR, uh, VR thing. Yeah, yeah. It, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah, that would be, maybe I need to put that in the course. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Another one to the list, all right. <laughs> uh, but that, that sort of commitment to the courses I really like as well, that uh, we don't just sort of put it out there uh, make some money and run. Uh, it's uh, it keeps going. It keeps um, it, we keep um, putting stuff into that course, and that's important. Mm -hmm. And is there any risks for them funding a Kickstarter? Uh, I suppose, yeah, I suppose it, no. There's no risk, is there? Because um, if it doesn't make its funding, then uh, you get refunded your money. So um, I wouldn't say there's any risks to that. Uh, interesting question. There's a risk <laughs> section, isn't there, on there? And I always think, yeah. well, what is the risk? But um, there is a risk section in the Kickstarter, but I don't really understand what that is. There's no risk involved in this. No, <laughs> a sharp pencil uh, can be very risky. <laughs> That's my favorite part. You're just like, nah, there is none. Is that... <laughs> don't be afraid. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Just go in. Now, is there going to be any stretch goals, and then when will that be released? Yeah, no, uh, because this this is my first Kickstarter, you see, so um, I'm trying to um, understand the idea behind stretch goals, but um, people have suggested a few, and that's very much in line with um, how can we go from the digital art um, to our games, uh, and so that's a likely stretch goal uh, in there about how we can maybe take our characters and put them into games, and how can we you set them up for animation, that sort of thing, because um, obviously if you want your character to be animated, you want arms swinging, or um, head bobbing, that sort of thing. You need it on a different layer. It's fairly straightforward, really, because um, but that process that uh, people want to see, so we'll we'll put that in as a stretch goal, most likely, anyway. Nice. There's going to be some good stretch goals. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you're talking about animation. You're like, oh, it's pretty simple. It sounds pretty simple, but then to go do it, that's, that's the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, what is the different tiers you can uh, pledge for? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, so that's really great. Um, I'm, I'm really impressed uh, with, again, with Game Dev TV because, um, and that, 
that's I would say that's this sort of reason in itself to fund the Kickstarter. Not even taking the drawing course, but just some of the the tier levels, mm -hmm. because you can get some courses now for uh, super low prices uh, that sort of combine with the drawing, but just to sort of create an excitement, to create funding, and you think, wow, that's that's amazing. So I'm suggesting to people to go on there to get my character course at the moment because it's just an extra tier and it's not that much more to fund to get a the drawing course, the character course, and the Blender Creator course, all of the same. <laughs> and your name um, in the credits. Yeah, and your name in the credits, yeah. So it's it's amazing. I'm thinking, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and there's things in there like lifetime membership. That's just crazy. Uh, you can get lifetime membership. So any course that comes out, uh, you'll have access to. You think, what? <laughs> you can't offer people that. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome, isn't it? And we've got lifetime members. And I remember the first time I, I heard about these lifetime members, I thought, so what? They, they, they're getting this course that way for free. <laughs> but of course they're not. But I think that's incredible. And that's, that's quite an exceptional thing to offer, I think. Uh, but it does make, they're really uh, cool people as well because they, they get involved with the community because they're a lifetime member. So they feel um, that much more involved as well. And you think, this is, this is pretty good. This is sensible stuff. Let's, mm -hmm. let's build the community again. Uh, Ben, he's a smart chap, Ben, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> like, dang, how'd you do it? Yeah. Now, what's the big question? What do you hope to get the community gets out of this course, or anybody who takes it? Yeah, um, I, I'm really hoping that we'll see uh, lots of fun uh, game art on the community where people are really proud of what they've achieved. Uh, and they feel like uh, they're not intimidated anymore by drawing. So they can, uh, you know, uh, think of a character inside their brain. Inside their brain? Inside, <laughs> inside their brain. Sounds weird, doesn't it? <laughs> so let's say, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure where that phrase came from. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> so let's say they wanted to draw a unicorn that they could think, how, because at the moment, uh, if you're new to art, you think, how the heck am I going to handle a unicorn? But um, when with this course, hopefully you'll be able to think, well, there's sort of like a circle at the front and a circle at the back. And then, then the, these cylinders coming off and then you've got this sort of head horse shape, which again is sort of cylinders. So maybe we can get somewhere here with this basic unicorn idea. Maybe it's not going to look like a really absolutely uh, amazing horse that's uh, with a hornless head, uh, but it's going to be a sort of cool character that resembles a horse that we're, um, and they can be proud of. Uh, that's that's the thing. So taking the intimidation away, getting to a stage where you feel um, you can put your ideas that you have down on paper, ready for your games. Uh, that's where we want people to be at, and to be in a position where um, you know what to look for as well. So, so often when you first start drawing, you think, uh, well, I don't even know what to look up because I don't even know where to start. Um, but knowing that, oh, well, I'm struggling with my perspective. Oh, I'll look up two-point perspective again, remind myself of these things. Uh, and so you've got a reference there as well of how to do um, the more complicated stuff. That's the thinking. <laughs> wow. Hey. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. That's what exactly what the whole course, course is all about. To yeah. Bring that to everybody and help have an opportunity for anybody to learn how to draw. Everybody around the world. Exactly. Because no, these courses are really cheap, so many people can have access to them. Especially yeah. like in India. And I've talked to some people there on the podcast. It's just it's just crazy how they're like, game, TV, Ben, you know Ben? I'm like, yeah, Ben. They get so excited <laughs> about it because the courses are cheap and they're able to learn what they want to learn. It's not that great yeah. to know. <laughs> 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 it's 
Nee, het werd gewoon gaar niet. oké. Do you know, he, he trained to be an astronaut. Did you hear that? That's yeah. just mental, isn't it? I know, right? I even asked him about it the first time we did like an interview for the podcast. It was just like, so it's like, because well, he says on his Twitter, he's like a failed astronaut. So that's how I asked. Him. I was like, so how does it feel to like be a failed astronaut? And he was just, <laughs> it just didn't come out right. I was like, oh wow. <laughs> but yeah, and he just, I forgot exactly what happened. He said like, was it something with his eye or his? Or he get injured? And he just couldn't. Uh, no, no, it, it just felt it wasn't quite the the right thing for him. I think. Oh, well, well, that's how I explained it. I think he wasn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. That's his secret. <laughs> yeah. Now he's leading the best uh, uh, educational game dev site. That's it. He he did actually pass the training. He's a secret astronaut. He's got his own little uh, space <laughs> X thing going on. <laughs> That's what the cherry pickers for to build his rocket. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> we, we found it. We figured we found it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I was. I had a question about like anatomy and like that kind of aspect of it. So one of the things that I picked up during this year was doing life drawing, and when you and when you start doing it, you find that. Well, I did anyway. I don't know. Uh, I found that you'd kind of start maybe with like the. I don't know with the torso or the head and you'd quickly realize that, that you know their arm was really stumpy and their leg is like as long as the page and all the like all of the um proportions are wrong but I guess that's more to do with like having to draw from life do you you don't really cover any aspects of like anatomy and scaling in this or do you do a, a little it's, bit yeah that, that's a great question I'm glad you said that because I've, I've kind of missed off that section of the course really because yes we are looking at that in a basic way though so um that basic understanding about how there's eight um well seven to eight heads in one body and all that sort of stuff and how the crotch is, is sort of exactly halfway and ha where where sort of the belly button line is and uh, where your elbow is hitting the, and, and all those sort of things so that really sort of um fundamental aspect of anatomy we'll be going through but when it comes to muscle names and um how they intertwine and that sort of thing we won't be going into um but what I'm hoping is that, because it's, it's tough going, isn't it? Life drawing is really tough going, <laughs> like you say. And it's something I still struggle with. I, I do uh, pose practice uh, pretty much every day at the moment. Uh, and so I get uh, what's called, if you type in pose gen, uh, pose generator on uh, Google, you'll get to these sites that just randomly pop up a photo and you've got like 30 seconds to a minute and you should see some of my horrendous <laughs> 30 seconds. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> but it can be worse it's than really great for, for getting those uh those proportions right so uh we'll be going through that and we'll be doing we're simplifying it into sort of the block characters not quite stick member block characters so trying to get used to um how we can set up these block characters and put them in poses as well so that we can have some basic understanding for our characters but um when i say characters i mean sort of simple sort of monster critters or whatever they are nothing sort of um, complex humans because that at re that, I would say that's getting quite advanced at that point. But it is, it, that's when it starts, where you have to really practice. And the daily practice on the, that pose gen is really useful, I'm finding, anyway. Um, but, and if I've got the, if I set it to five minutes, I think, actually, that's, that's all right. I can do it, but with 30 seconds, you think, wow, I'm trying to draw a person in 30 seconds. Uh, and getting those gesture lines is quite crucial as well, isn't it? But anyway, I'm going off on one with that. <laughs> yeah, it's, those really quick ones are so hard. Like the things that yeah. you, 
end up drawing just looked absolutely horrendous. Well, mine did anyway. Yeah. Everything was the wrong length and all that kind of thing. But do those yeah. kind of fundament, fundamental things of proportion and scaling, like say if you're just drawing something really cartoony, does it all still kind of apply in the same way as if you were drawing a figure? Like a human yes to, yeah only slightly well in my opinion because lots of people will say lots of cool artists out there will say you've mm -hmm. got to know your fundamentals that's the thing and which is true and it's i think it's helpful to know because if you've got a character and you think well why on earth is this not working uh then you can go back to those fundamentals but they're they're only really basic fundamentals to me in my mind anyway uh, that you need to know in order to make a character work. Let's say you've got a character with this ginormous head and little body. Well, we see loads of those in game dev and they look um, awesome, don't they? And you think, that's so great. And But the anatomy is all over the place, of course. Um, mm. But they usually have something that's fundamental to them, like a balance. So the legs will be balanced so they're not tipping over or something like that. Or the legs will be the same size so that the character balances. So they're, they're much more fundamental basic things that you can get right and learn without having to go into the um, really detailed understanding of anatomy. Uh, and that's what um, I want to push, those sort of really basics. Just um, so you, starting with, if, if I'm drawing a person now, or a character I should say, uh, that's going to be disproportionate, I mean like big head or whatever, um, I'll start with that gesture line and make sure that the centre point is balanced so the, 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 the weight will work um, unless they're doing some sort of dramatic pose like jumping in the air or something. But if they've got a, a balance point, uh, then the character will probably work from that. Um, but that's usually the fundamental mistakes that, uh, let's say, uh, a kid drawing will make. They'll draw a head off to the side and then the, the character would tip over and it, it's just unnatural to our eyes. So just understanding those sort of balance techniques uh, for uh, stylized characters um, is a really good starting point uh, and it will make your characters work in the first instance. Hmm. I just something just came to mind. Do you do you remember? Um, I don't know if you ever played Spore. Remember that game? No, Spore. Spore. <laughs> so it was like I want to say early. I don't know, maybe early two thousands PC game where you would where you would essentially like create these ami like amoebas and they would evolve into a creature eventually. But the stuff that you could make on there was just you could like make them have massive legs and have the eyes <laughs> up to the end of the leg mm -hmm. so they wouldn't be able to really move it was like <laughs> yeah the models were so messed up do you remember spore kb no no i never played it but i know will right made it and I, I learned a little bit from it with taking his master class and but other than that like i don't i never played it so i don't know i'm, I'm just looking at some of the imagery from it now uh with yeah. some of these weird dinosaur creatures. Yeah, you can like make whatever <laughs> creature you want essentially yeah. and it populate the world that was pretty cool and someone so made a, a playstation controller creature <laughs> no way well there's a lot of that kind of thing but you would be able to make these creatures and it just wouldn't make sense that they were able to move because yeah. they, they would like be all legs and like their body would be stuck to the end of one of them and there would and you know that would be attached to their arms there was just no rhyme or reason to it I've never seen yes. a game like that where you can make things that look so, like, hideous that they just... <laughs> wow. And move. Calling them out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great game. No, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it but that's it, isn't it? That's the sort of fundamentals that it's quite good to have that uh, game in a way to um, sort of play with. And then you think, well, that's, that just doesn't work as a character because it just can't move. And, and so having... I suppose that's the, the story, isn't it, behind the character? How did it get like that and things that um, is also an element to art. 
that's uh, nice to include and uh, builds builds your character character of your character. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. Characterception. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Anything else, Zoe? That it... No, that's it from me. Awesome. So, Green, you know what time it is? It's challenge time. Chum, I'm the challenge oh, yeah. Yeah, what I should they about the challenges? Time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be anything. It could be just, just going on Kickstarter and, and uh, funding the first tier. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, a challenge. Well, I would definitely challenge people to go and at least have a look on the Kickstarter to see what <laughs> great tiers there are because that's just, that's just crazy, I'll tell you. <laughs> But um, yeah, a challenge. I, I've forgotten about this, but a quick challenge that comes to mind. Thinking of monsters, we've been talking about monsters all the way along. Yes, monsters. So, all day. Uh, uh, let, let's let's challenge ourselves to create um, just really, really a basic shape. So thinking like um, circles, cubes. Uh, I keep saying cubes instead of squares. Why am I doing <laughs> that? <laughs> uh, circles, cooler. Squares, <laughs> uh, triangles. Just really, really basic and try and make a, a simple monster out of those. So just, uh, and then try that, um, uh, maybe 10 of those, 10 of those, pen and paper, uh, a graphics tablet, if you want to get used to your graphics tablet, but uh, just with um, with circles, triangles, and uh, squares. It's called squares, aren't they? <laughs> there you go. Uh, and then, uh, I don't know where we can post them, what's a good place to post them, uh, so we can see these, these people square. The forum, Instagram, Facebook, I'll find them. Just tag me either my name or Grant's name. We'll find them. That's it. Tag us in them so we yep. can see what you've done. And if you want to, if you're a bit more comfortable, you can take to the next step and then think about if those, uh, let's say that uh, that square, that circle, if it's 3D and we wanted to make a 3D um, character, uh, then where would the, where's the light coming from? And where's the shading going? And where's the highlights? But that's for more advanced people. Don't panic if that's uh, that's just, what the heck is he talking about? Uh, just just start off with those simple shapes and see what sort of monster you can create. And we're looking for about 10. So quickly draw them, nice quick. It should have about a minute each sort of work on them. And maybe take one and develop that uh, for about sort of two minutes. Take, uh, you know, uh, just push one a bit further that you like the look of. And yeah, then maybe, maybe post that one. Make the last one a unicorn. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and a unicorn, and a dragon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a dragon. And, oh, and a dragon. <laughs> Go all the way. The scales yeah. and everything. Draw a giant dragon. <laughs> oh, but yeah, awesome. So thanks for coming on. Thanks for sharing the complete drawing Kickstarter, what the course is going to be about, and just everything so they know what they're getting into when they take the course. That was really good fun. Uh, thank you very much for uh, having me on. It's It's been a delight and a pleasure as always. <laughs> of course. And we're just going to... Leave the mic with you so you can end it off with anything you want to say. And uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks very much. So, yeah, please go on to the Kickstarter um, and uh, support us. We're going to make the best ever, world's best uh, drawing course. And uh, there may be a unicorn in there. <laughs> thanks very much. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. You can find all GameDev.TV courses at courses.gamedev.tv slash courses or in the show notes with a 10% discount. Get started with your game development journey today.